How's it going, everybody? Episode 6 of the Pucker Brush Outdoors podcast. Uh, it's actually been way too long since I've done an episode, and I want to apologize for that. I've uh, been working a lot. Been working almost every Sunday. I was supposed to work tomorrow, but luckily that got canceled, so I actually get to enjoy a full weekend. But uh, I'm back gonna keep things rolling uh like i said episode six and uh deer season is all but done it is done for me um i might try and get out next weekend i believe next weekend is the last weekend to hunt in illinois i'd have to to check to be 100 percent sure um i do have some deer going out into the cornfield Almost every night, it's been varying. It's actually slowed down a little bit. Um, I don't know if the weather has something to do with it or not, but for a while there was almost like a week straight. They were they were going into the corn, and I I know this because I have uh, one of my Tacticam reveals down there, and uh, they send them to me almost instantly. I actually there was a vehicle down in the field today that I didn't recognize, so get that figured out see who that was but um anyway i hope everybody had a great christmas and a happy new year um we were actually able to get uh both my little girls present yesterday uh we went and picked up a yellow lab um her name is izzy and i'm actually gonna try and turn her into uh a shed hunting dog uh so I'm going to explain a little bit on on how I plan to do that and hopefully it works and if you're listening to this and you have some tips or tricks just get on Facebook go to the Pucker Brush Outdoors Facebook page and uh, send me a message this is going to be my first time training a dog to actually do something um, I did train Chloe you know just the basics sit shake down uh she doesn't stay very well at all but that's that's how i'm gonna start the training oh excuse me i got the the beer burps uh that's how i'm gonna start the training i'm gonna start with the basic obedience sit stay come heal etc etc um gonna work heavily on a leash that is one thing we did not do with chloe at all is chloe's hardly ever been on a leash and i can't remember the last time she's had a collar on uh and that's something we're going to start doing too putting collars back on both dogs uh name tags phone numbers just in case they get lost somebody finds them uh they could give us a call um probably going to microchip the the yellow lab izzy uh, she's doing pretty good. Um, got her a little earlier than we thought. We thought she was actually a little over seven weeks. And she's actually only six weeks and three days. Uh, but she's been on solid food. She's been doing good. Um, obviously, I think she misses her mom, misses her pups, brothers and sisters, uh, she actually tried to get milk out of Chloe yesterday when we brought her home. So 
that's when I'm like, whoa, I think we took her too early. But but I think everything will be all right. Um, she's had her shots, and we just got to get her dewormer, and uh, she'll be good to go. Um, Lily loves her to death. It's her puppy, her puppy. Doesn't want to share her at all. That's typical. She's three years old. Viv's pretty fun with her. She just kind of lays down and just looks at her, gets flat with her, and they just stare at each other. Uh, she's actually napped a whole lot today, um, but it's it's new to her. You know what I mean? It's a new place, you know, strange people. She's away from her puppies, and it's it's stressful, not just for her, but for us as well. We've never had... A puppy with kids. Chloe's five years old. So she was two when we had Lily. So this is new to us too. I mean we keep our house pretty picked up. And and this pup has kind of shown us that she wants to chew already. So puppy toys, chew toys are excessive right now. We've already definitely been heavy into potty training. Um take her out about every hour hour and a half she wakes up from a nap we take her out she eats 10 minutes later we take her out but that's not what you guys are here to to listen to um the way i'm gonna teach her to shed hunt is obviously she's gonna play with with deer antlers um but i'm going to i'm gonna train her to bird hunt per se i'm gonna teach her to fetch and you know wait to go get it which i did that with chloe too up to a point but uh i'm gonna teach her to bird hunt and then i'm gonna teach her to shed hunt i i think that's the way to go i'm not a hundred percent for sure obviously i'm gonna watch a bunch of youtube videos i'm going to watch you know, how other people do it and try and learn from them and, and teach, teach that to her. Um, I think she's going to be a pretty big dog. Uh, her dad is huge. Uh, and we haven't decided if we're going to have litter with her or not, but if she does, the, the people we got her from, they got a big male black lab he is he is huge big blocky head big paws tall he's just a he's just an animal but we have almost 3,000 acres of public land not 15 minutes away 20 minutes away tops and I think that's where I'm going to concentrate heavily on on trainer I need to go and read the rules if she has to be on a leash, which I'm assuming she does, um, which is why I definitely want to to train her to to be on the leash, not not run from it, not want to pull. I want her to to be at my heel if if that is what we intend to do. Which time time is never on my side. I got I got two young kids. And I work a lot. By the time I get home from work, it's time to eat. Then it's time to play with the girls. So to do this, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make 
time I'm going to have to go and do that extra step and hopefully it all works out. Obviously the the obedience training is going to be the key. Um Chloe Chloe listens to a point, but when somebody comes into the house, she rushes. I don't I don't want this puppy to do that. I want this puppy to to heal when it's told to, stay when it's told to, and I I just don't want her to to rush people and jump on people, which Chloe once you're there and you you've petted Chloe for like 2 minutes, then you're done, you're good. Chloe settles down, but I don't like that. I don't I don't like the way she does that. Um tips and tricks for for shed hunting. I I've honestly can honestly say that I have never had any real luck shed hunting. Um a lot of people say concentrate around bedding and around food. I've also heard people say stay out of bedding. It's I mean I've I've walked creek crossings, I've walked fence crossings, you know, where a deer would jump and then, you know, the the force would knock an antler loose. Um I just really haven't had any luck. I I found one on a four wheeler once and that was just dumb luck. A neighbor was showing me his property I've never been on before. Um but that's one thing I did I I never really was able to put had the time to put the boots to the ground, so I would normally just ride the four wheeler around the fields where I knew they were crossing or, you know, zip through the field, you know, back and forth, back and forth, you know, to see what I could see. So it just, the the time wasn't there. Um, Lily's getting to the age where she wants to get out there. So I'm hoping, you know, she'll be, you know, three and a half this spring. So we'll definitely get her some boots on and, you know, get the puppy out there and and try and get some time and and see if we can't find some some sheds. Um, I have permission to to shed hunt probably two thousand acres back home, which is an hour away. But when I got three thousand acres of public ground that I want to scout anyway. It'd be the perfect time to get down there, look for ant- look for antlers, see what's there, see what survived, if anything has, which I'm sure there has with that amount of property, um, and go from there. I've I've talked to a few people and they've given me some tips on where they would hunt on the public ground, so I'm definitely gonna check that out at the end of the month. Hopefully, there's still snow on the ground, which it's winter so uh, there will be and uh i guess see where the deer's moving and and hopefully i can really get set up good on this public ground and really have knowledge uh one thing that's going to help me for sure is uh onyx maps it's you know shows me the boundaries which isn't nothing just because it's the public ground once it goes from timber to cornfield you know you're not on it um but it shows elevations and it'll be really nice because you have to park 
so so far away there's designated parking areas that you have to park at so i'll be able to pin my tree and i actually don't get very good reception down there so that's the the plus side of onyx maps is being able to go offline with it and still be able to track where you're going um but with that being said being able to get down there to scout to shed hunt um there's a lot of timber a lot of timber and and just driving the road through there it looks super thick so you you gotta find where the deer are and getting in there with snow on the ground is definitely gonna help so um i got some cameras at the farm that i'm gonna bring and i'm gonna put on on the public ground which is makes me a little nervous but it's you know no risk no reward type deal i'm just gonna put my my cheaper ones on there and see how it goes um but back to to training izzy how to to shed hunt um obviously i'm gonna let her play with the antler at home get her comfortable with it get her the scent you know, we'll go out and play fetch with it, you know, when she learns to heal and stay and all that stuff. Um, I'll hide it, you know, have her go find it and just just keep on doing that. And I, I don't know if that's the best way to do it. I mean, I got a cornfield next to me, uh, which will be beans. And there's actually a grassy area. There's a creek that runs through it. So I'll be able to go down there and put you know antlers in the grass and have Izzy run around and try and find those um but other than that that's that's about the best I'm gonna do with with training her without without ever doing it it's gonna be consistency is what it's gonna be I I believe um it's just something I'm gonna have to go and and work with her every half hour which I'll start in the spring working with her just because days will be longer and it won't be dark at five o'clock, which is annoying. You know, get home at four thirty from work and then half hour later it's dark and you can't you can't do anything. I leave when it's dark, I get home when it's damn near dark. Um But it is what it is. It's daylight savings time and I just don't wanna talk about it. I think it's a waste. But other than that, we do have some new ventures going. Um, I dropped an awesome company, uh, Pure Whitetail. I did drop them uh, only because I am going. I accepted the position of uh, regional coordinator for the deer supply company. Uh, I'm going to be in charge of. Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. Um, the deer su- the deer supply company is an awesome company. Um, Bug Off is one of their top sellers. Uh, what Bug Off actually is is a a bug spray and tick repellent. Uh, and turkey season's coming up. I actually just got the the email for second lottery, which I need to put in for uh, for here in Illinois. It's, Illinois, you got to put in a lottery which is stupid but um 
it's perfect for that time of year i mean it's perfect for your shed hunting your you going through the field to go fishing or you're just scouting for deer um turkey hunting ticks are out and they're going to be bad winter hasn't been bad this year at all so far um so i think next spring is going to be spring summer is going to be a real bad year for ticks so uh bug off from deer the deer supply company is is going to come in handy next year you know you spray down and you know it's all chemical free and it's safe for kids um it's it's freaking awesome stuff there's so much i want to talk about which i'm actually going to get the the owner of the deer supply company we're going to get him on and get an episode with him and uh, he'll definitely be able to explain everything a lot better than me uh especially right now last year with covid uh it shut him down they they couldn't get bottles they couldn't get sprayers it was just a real hassle and it just i mean small businesses took a hit and and this was one of them and we were lucky that you know was able to survive and and keep going and just you know limp through and we're gonna we're gonna start 2021 with off with a bang and we want to we want to help grow as staff members you know we are here to promote and i only promote companies that that i believe in that they work and you know i'm not saying every staff member just joins a company for the discounts that's not that's not me those people are out there they are that's just that's just the way it is that's just the way the industry is you know hunting isn't a cheap cheap sport it's not a cheap hobby and you know some people will just join a company to get the discount oh i'm using this stuff this year i could get 30 percent off i could get 40 percent off this oh i could get 10 percent off this you know it's the discounts are nice and the incentives are nice but to use a company and not really believe in the company or trust in the company there there's no point in staffing and you know everybody wants to be a better hunter better fisherman better outdoorsman you know etc we we want to do whatever we can to be successful in the field um the deer supply company is going to help me do that it's going to help me keep my family safe out in the field which is a huge plus um lily goes out with me all the time in the spring and summer to check trail cameras this stuff is chemical free all natural it is a hundred percent safe for my kids so to get them out there to know that this stuff works it's safe to use on my kids that's huge um you know and it's just not bug off it's just not you know this one spray there's bug off lavender lavender it's obviously it smells like lavender it's the same chemical free ingredients but it smells like lavender so you're going to a ball game you know bug off doesn't stink by by any means it it smell it has its own unique smell but you go to the ball game 
you spray this bug off lavender, it's got the same bug repellent. I don't, I, the, the tick repellent isn't as strong, but it's there. It works, but it smells like lavender. It smells good. You know, then you go into deer season. You're going out to check the trail cameras and you want to use cover scent, but gnats are bad. Mosquitoes are bad. Your everyday cover scent isn't going to work. It's, you're going to have to put your, your bug spray on and then your cover scent. With their supply company, your cover scent is your bug spray. They have, uh, I'm probably going to miss some. There's cedar, there's dirt, there's pine. Um, and it's just, it's nice knowing that I could go out there, I could be scent free, and bugs aren't going to bother me. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. Hunting is all about scent free. Deer hunting is definitely all about being scent free. So to be able to have the ability to have a cover scent and a bug repellent in one, and it's safe, that's a that's a no-brainer and and the stuff actually works you know you spray yourself before you go out there you can spray yourself while you're out there and not have any worries of the game smelling you or the bugs bothering you so that's the plus side and if you get in your eyes it might irritate it but it's all 100 percent safe it's no no chemicals you know it might not feel the greatest but it's not gonna it's not going to damage you. You know what I mean? So, uh, the, and there's other big things coming from the deer supply company that I cannot say. Um, I'm excited as a, a state coordinator. I get, uh, I get in, in on, I get in on some of these, uh, uh, oh, you could say products that they're going to give out or not give out they're going to offer to sell um and i'm going to say i'm pretty excited about about some of them uh all of them actually so we're going to see where where that leads and and that's one thing too i'm going to be i'm going to be looking for for staff members company who wants people who want to staff for this company um you don't just have to be from Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, or Kentucky. Uh, you can be from any state, and I can. You can message me. I can get you the information, and then you know if you agree to it, it's a good fit for everybody. Uh, we could get you in touch with, you know, the the coordinator for that specific state. Um, you know, there's a lot of good opportunities with this company, and. And I'm not going to say them all. I mean, obviously, you're you're going to get a discount on, on the products. That's just the way it is. Um, you know, that's the standard for... That's the, You could say that's the standard for for staffing for a company. And, and a lot of people, you know, say pro staff, field staff, um, you know. And pro staff doesn't mean you're professional. Pro staff is, you know, promotional. You know, you're promoting 
a product to to hopefully help boost sales, to help get it out into you know the the minds of somebody else. So, you know, with with me doing this podcast and my hunting page Puckerbrush Outdoors and then my personal page, you know, I'm friends with I think like 1600 people on Facebook. So, if a thousand people see that, you know, that's a thousand people and then if 10 of them, you know, be like, "Hey, you know, I've heard this stuff, you know, blah blah, you know, buddy of mine was saying this stuff's really good you know i'm thinking about trying it and then you know that person goes you know it just it snows snowballs you know just like when you're paying your bills you know you pay your lower one then you just keep on doing the snowball effect um you know that's social media is big you know especially right now um you know millions and millions of people on social media you know on instagram on snapchat on Twitter, you know, that's just the the way this is. It's all going, it's going to pretty much online sales. Um, you don't like going to the store, you can order all your stuff online and pick it up. You don't even have to go in the store to, to get your groceries anymore. So social media is very, very big right now. Um, and I think it's going to help with, with sales. It's going to help with, you know, promoting and that's, that's the future, I think. Um, and if we as staff members do our job, then that's all that's asked, you know, promoting, whether it's once a week or twice a week or, or sharing something from the main Facebook page, or commenting on Instagram, or sharing Instagram, or or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Or just even going down to your local archery shop and you know just BSing with them. You know, hey, this is what I'm using. You know, it works for me. You know, you guys should try it. You know, and as staff members, you could always be like, oh, here's here's a sample to try, you know, see how it works for you. I mean, like, it works great for me. I'm, this is where I'm at, you know, and just, it, everything works different for, for different people. And that's, that's life. That's just the way it is. And some people will just, you know, knock a product just to knock it just because it's, it's not what, they're using or they're staffing for and and that's just not right um you never say oh that product's shit you know what i mean i'd never use that product it's it's fucking too fucking expensive well sometimes the expensive products work you know what i mean so in some cases you get what you pay for and some cases the cheap shit's where it's at you know you don't have to have the most expensive camo you don't have to have the most expensive gun just to get out and and harvest the animal you know the indians were doing it in in their underwear you could say or nothing at all i don't know how the indians did it um well they did it with stick and arrow you know what i mean so but 
we kind of jumped around on this episode and I'm just trying to get back in the groove and and you know short episode which is the way I like to to keep it you know just a little 30 minute episode here 45 minute episode there just to to make it so you could listen to it on your way to work if you don't have a long drive and and that's that's the way I'm going to try and keep it and if I got to split episodes up into two episodes then that's what I'm going to do I like I like doing the small episodes just because I think you if you have a 2 hour episode it just I think it just drags on and on and maybe my 30 minute episodes drag on and on I'm I don't know um but we're just going to keep on pushing it and see where it goes and that's just what we're going to do so um we're just gonna keep getting at it and i'm gonna try and do another one next weekend or sometime this week we'll see how the the girls cooperate with me and uh i'm actually out in my my she shed i got nice 50 inch tv out here and deer head and heaters and we just got it all nice and comfy uh I did find out the floor isn't insulated it's just three quarter inch plywood so floor gets pretty cold but that's what slippers are for right slippers and beer but till next time this is josh with puckerbrush outdoors and uh let's have some fun and get your kids outside we'll see you guys later